Welcome to the Extraordinary Women Podcast, and I am so happy you're here. I'm Sherry Harmel, your host for the next 30 minutes or so, and you must be an extraordinary woman if you're here listening today. This is the place where we have conversations about relevant, current, and important topics for today's women. From finding that elusive balance that we all seek, to clearing out the stuff that we no longer need in our lives. Those are our conversations and not much is off limits. The mission of the Extraordinary Women podcast is to give you ideas, inspiration, and even hope that your dreams are absolutely possible. So let's get started. about creativity. America is currently obsessed with creativity and creative people. Not that long ago, it was a word that we only used when we labeled someone like an artist, someone who actually created something tangible. Now, though, highly creative people are discussed on an ongoing basis. And gosh, don't we all want to be more creative? So the question we talk about in today's conversation is how to expand your own creativity. Well, welcome to the Extraordinary Women podcast, where we chat about the issues that women just like you are thinking about, dealing with, and working through in our daily lives. Now, for those of you who don't know me, I'm Sherry Harmel. I'm editor and chief creative of the Extraordinary Women magazine. Now, sometimes life can get a little complicated, right? Stressful, even messy. But always remember that you are truly a unique and extraordinary woman. Yes, today people love being labeled as a creative. In the past, creatives were a little odd, a little different. People such as painters, sculptors, writers, designers, and even architects Now, though, being labeled a creative has expanded to include almost anyone who has a unique way of thinking, such as creative thinkers, creative problem solvers, and even creative leaders. And frankly, don't we now all love to be considered a creative? I know I do. So how can we nurture? This is the question. How can we nurture and grow our own creativity? And what habits do creative people have that we can try on for ourselves? So first, be insatiably curious. I love the word curiosity. I am an intensely curious person. I like to hear people's stories, the the real stories, the real and deep stories. That's why I started my magazine, actually, and part of my curiosity of people is asking a lot of questions. Sometimes I ask too many, but I'm generally interested in people's journeys. Creative people are super curious, and to be curious about situations, events, and certainly people, it requires us to be open-minded or growth-minded, as it's called today and not stuck in any kind of rigid thinking or beliefs about people and situations. Polarized thinking does not breed curiosity, certainly, 
or creativity. That closed-minded way of thinking, believing that something is true, whether it's an opinion or not, squashes all creativity and therefore creative thinking. So let yourself question your beliefs. What's that old saying? There are only two things for certain, death and taxes. Funny, but it's a reminder that sometimes uh, what I'm so incredibly sure is true is actually not. And honestly, this happens to me more times than I can count. Being open-minded or growth-minded means being willing to look at situations, people, and even structures with interest, questioning why or maybe even why not. It can be silly questions like, why not wear plaids with stripes? Or what if I do a podcast but with a video at the same time as audio? Or it's really big questions like, what is going to change in the world if remote working becomes permanent? We ask these kinds of crazy questions, curious questions, from the silly to the big, when we were kids. Kids are naturally curious, but as we age, the world quickly gets tired of people who ask, why do we do that? Why is it called that? And we stop being curious. One little tip when you feel yourself stuck on a certain belief or opinion is to walk to a different part of the room or even to a different room and ask yourself, what if that's not true? What would it mean to your life, your career, or the world if that wasn't true? A change in perspective, actual perspection in a room can help your mind to open up and be much more curious about the what-ifs. Second, try things. Have all kinds of different experiences. Creative people try out all kinds of things. They like new experience, and that also means creatives become more comfortable with failure because they experience it more. Really interesting. Thomas Edison said, I have not failed. I have just found 10,000 ways that won't work. Interesting concept. So don't count the fails. In, instead, think about counting all of your experiences. Also, last week, I talked about the importance of hobbies, specifically the hobby of reading. And hobbies are a great way to try things out without being attached to the result. And let me give you an example. I took a bread baking class <laughs> at a Paris cooking school a few years ago. I was sure I would love it. The school is beautiful, and I was channeling, I think, Meryl Streep from the movie It's Complicated, I could see my little bakery, uh, how I would run it, and how I would decorate it. Now, if I had gone out and invested in a bakery or a boulangerie, as they're called in Paris, I would have had a lot riding on me loving making bread and being good at it. Ladies, I hated the class. All that kneading and rolling <laughs> drove me nuts. I was terrible at making bread. I hope you're laughing like I am just thinking about that experience. The important part, though, was that it didn't matter that I hated making bread. 
because I hadn't invested in a bakery. I hadn't announced to anyone that I was a baker before I took the class. The only result from taking on and trying out this new experience was that I won't sign up for any more bread making cooking classes and I learned that I never want to own a bakery and I know a lot more about what goes into making a beautiful loaf of bread. So try things, try new things. Next on the march to expanding your creativity is to pay attention to your environment. Your environment either fuels or squashes your creativity. But to be clear, when I say environment, I'm talking about the people you spend the most time with, as well as how you spend your time, like what do you read or what do you watch, as well as your surroundings, which is your home. About the people portion, I was recently reminded of the saying, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Whew, it was a super good reminder to me, and I hope you too. Are you hanging around with people who are creative and curious, or are you around complainers and negative Nellies? Do you spend time with people who can have open discussions and debates about what's happening in the world? Well, if not, maybe you, like me, start to think, hmm, some changes might be needed. The people you spend, the time, spend your time with are the key to almost every aspect of your mindset, not just your creativity. So we all need to be extremely vigilant about who we choose to spend our time with. Next is how we spend our time. Besides work, are you on social media? Do you enjoy YouTube? What are you reading? What are you watching on television? Media and information can be really interesting and actually mind-expanding, but like everything, there's both a light and dark. Track not only your time to analyze how much time you're actually spending on the various activities, but what is it you're consuming. Some information can be expanding, like say you follow a beautiful flower arranger on Instagram, his or her videos might give you all kinds of ideas that lead to more ideas if you love flowers. But just like there is inspiring, expanding information, there's also negative information. And it's just as easy to access. So check in with yourself and ask, is this negative or even scary? Or is it mind expanding and positive? How do I feel? And your body will tell you. So hanging out in that space of negativity or scary happenings actually not only doesn't enhance creativity, it actually puts the brain into flight mode, which turns on survival. And when your brain is totally focused on survival, it turns off everything else. It turns off the brain's ability to anything that could be close to creativity. So remember, our brains love habits, even bad ones. So if we want to enhance our creativity, we need to spend our time doing things and surrounding ourselves with people who nurture our creativity. Last, I love this one, give yourself time to daydream. 
<laughs> Einstein said, logic will get you from A to B. Imagination will take you everywhere. I love that quote. Daydreaming might happen when you go for those solitary walks, when you get a massage, or even that time in the morning just before you're fully awake, but you start thinking through ideas and options. When we daydream, we see connections and insights that honestly you will not see when you're living in your logic-driven world. I get most of my great ideas and actually imagine the ideas and the kind of the themes of these podcasts and magazine articles when I daydream. So let yourself daydream. Let yourself see those connections, those patterns, those ideas and possibilities that honestly will fuel your dreams. Ladies, if you are tired of never having enough time for yourself and never making that time to really connect with yourself and your dreams, then I know you're going to love the Extraordinary Women magazine. The magazine will make you want to spend that very precious time with yourself because I just know that you're going to want to read every single issue as soon as it shows up in your inbox. The magazine is about enhancing and growing your creativity. The Extraordinary Women magazine is honestly a dream-supporting, dream-inspiring read that I just know you're going to love. It's got ideas and recipes and lifestyle suggestions that are all meant to give you hope and encouragement, which, let's say it, we need more of today. Plus, in issue three, we added a section called Home Matters, and I did that because so many people asked me about my Paris apartment and the decorating process of my Boston apartment that I needed to embrace another one of my loves, which is the home. And because I live part-time in Paris, I have a section called My Parisian Attitude, where I share all my daily musings and experiences around my life in Paris. In addition, this Christmas, we are creating a very special Christmas in Paris, mini-mag if you want to call it that. So if you love Paris and want to receive it, make sure you get the magazine now. And then you'll receive that issue as a gift. Married or solo, kids grown or still at home, corporate careers, entrepreneurs, a stay-at-home mother or even retired, this magazine is meant to be like your best friend who appreciates you, encourages you, and inspires you to find that secret to your happiness. Make those dreams come true. So go to ExtraordinaryWomenMagazine.com and join us by clicking the subscribe button. Nothing complicated, just good stories, a little inspiration, and a big dose of hope. Thank you, and as I say to my friends and neighbors in Paris, a biento. you for listening today. If you want to hear more, just tune in every Monday for a new episode. And if you felt this podcast was helpful, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any conversations 
and that you also get notified when we have special gatherings. If you liked this episode, please share it with another extraordinary woman. And if you have a moment, I very much appreciate you leaving a review. Now, if you want to hear more about the Extraordinary Women magazine, which includes much more than just the magazine, reach out to me via social media or join us at sherryharmel.com. I look forward to our next conversation, and I hope you do too. 